What's up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March4thPod, on YouTube at March4thPod. My website is March4th.podbean.com. The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. Y'all made it here, so you found somehow. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of the March 4th with Mike Bauman podcast. Woo! Sometimes I'm like, man, I really do need to take more breaths during that intro. But in all seriousness, man, uh, I appreciate and love you all. Thank you so much for coming aboard the pirate ship. If you are a brand new listener and to everybody who takes the time to like and subscribe, who tells a friend to tell a friend, all the people who have listened to the show before, all those things go a long way in helping the show get out to more people. So I truly appreciate it and I mean it when I say thank you and I love you because this podcast is just dedicated to persevering moving forward, overcoming obstacles, getting up each and every day, understanding that there's going to be good days, there's going to be bad days, but it's how you push through, it's how you persevere, it's how you move forward. You know, falling down seven times and getting up eight, as Denzel Washington says, man, like, that's what this show is all about. So I really appreciate everybody who is just enjoying the content and taking the time to help spread the word and spread the love. It truly means a lot to me, and uh, I really want to get these conversations out to as many people as possible not because I'm self-absorbed and full of myself, um, but but just because I, I, I want to leave behind a positive impact, man, in, in my time on this earth. So, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you all. I hope everybody's doing well. It's officially summertime, right? Or are, are we still in spring? I don't know. It's it's summertime vibes. At least it's summer here in Nashville. Uh, it's, it's super hot and humid down here. And uh, because uh, my ancestors come from very cloudy, dark places... I may or may not be related to Gollum. Summer is usually a, a bit problematic for me because I come close to melting. Uh, if I don't have Factor 30 on, I just uh, get permanent redneck going. You know what I'm saying? Got the permanent farmer tan going on. But but yeah, man, it's, uh, it is a fun time of year, though. It's, it's just really cool, especially after these past couple of years with the pandemic and just all the craziness going on in the world to see all these big festivals and big shows coming back. Sick New World just went down last month in Vegas for all you new metal fans. Uh, there's uh, just a lot going on, man, from from hip hop to punk to pop punk to metal to alternative uh, indie. There's there's so much cool music coming out, so many cool festivals and tours going on, and it's just uh, it's really cool to see, man. So I hope you guys get a chance to go out there, have some fun, be safe. And uh, support your favorite artists and also support up-and-coming artists, man, and rising artists. And speaking of rising and up-and-coming artists, the guys that I have on the show this week are guys that are no stranger to the pop-punk realm and, and the alternative realm. Collectively, they have a lot of experience in the music biz, but uh, this band that they have formed is starting to make some noise, and I feel like you guys are going to hear a lot more from them in the coming months and years. They are none other than Sam, Andy, and Alex of the band On High. Once again, if you love pop punk, if you love alternative, you will really enjoy these guys, man. Uh, over the years, they've worked 
with the likes of John Feldman of Goldfinger, Zach Servini, Ashton Irwin and Callum Hood of Five Seconds of Summer, Travis Barker from Blink, um, and John Feldman and Zach Servini have a ton of music credits over the years. I mean, everybody from Blink to Mod Sun, Swaco, Fever 333, All Time Low, Bring Me the Horizon, Machine Gun Kelly. So, you know, these guys have worked with some heavy hitters over the years, but uh, as you guys will hear in this conversation, man, Sam, Alex, and Andy are really excited about what they're doing with On High, and they should be. Uh, the singles that they've put out so far are a lot of fun. Each of them stand on their own in terms of the vibe and the subject matter. Um, on this episode, we talk a lot about Alive because they came out with a, a really cool debut music video for Alive that has a cool superhero theme, as you guys will hear about. And uh, we, we talk about some of the, the inspiration behind it. Hint, hint, it's an awesome show about superheroes on, uh, or maybe not so superheroes, on Amazon Prime. And uh, yeah, man, they're just, they're cranking out music videos, they're cranking out tunes, the latest being, I believe, Misuse, which just came out on May 12th, so just a few weeks back by the time you guys all hear this episode uh, in early June. So they're just, they're having a lot of fun, and they're making the music that they really want to make, and they're you know, uh, taking the the culmination of all their experiences, in my opinion, and putting out some really fun, awesome music and just art in general, man. And I, I'm really proud of what they're establishing and and what what they're becoming, man. And uh, we just had a fun conversation about the conception um, of this band and uh, about their experiences over the years, taking a little break ski uh, and then getting back at it and and just you know, being down in Texas, making these music videos and just having a good time, man. And, uh, you know, from, from Malibu to Claws, Yours, Live, Misuse, I, I really enjoy what these guys are cranking out. And I think all of you will as well. So without further ado, I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Sam, Andy, and Alex of the band On High. Here it is. <laughs> Sam, Alex, Andy, I uh, was ranting like I often do as I start these bad boys, but uh, I genuinely appreciate you guys taking the time to come on the podcast, man. I'm really excited about On High and, and the music that you guys have put out so far. I loved the music video for Alive, so there's a lot I want to get into, but uh, first, I just want to say thanks for joining me, fellas. Thanks for having us, yeah, man. Thanks. This is really cool. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, I, I know people are probably familiar with your dudes uh, from your, you know, previous bands, but just in case they are not, why don't you uh, just tell people your name and uh, what you play in the band, since this is audio only for now, until I upgrade my equipment. <laughs> that, way, uh, that way, when you're speaking, people people know who's talking. Yo, I'm Sam. I'm the singer and guitar player. What's up? I'm Alex. I play bass. I'm Andy. I play drums. Woo. Woo. And so we're on high. <laughs> now, Andy, as I understand, you're related to Dan. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. You did it. You did it. He did do it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to make I had to make a little joke because his last name is Aykroyd, but it's it's definitely not spelled the same way as Dan Aykroyd. So I was playing around before <laughs> the start of this because I'm sure he gets asked it a lot. So I wanted to just make a funny. But in all seriousness, I again, I really enjoy the music. Uh, and I thought the the music video for Alive 
was awesome. And and to my understanding, that's the first music video out the gate for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. How much fun was it making that, man? Because uh, I, I love um, the boys and there was kind of, I, I felt like the laser eyes were were kind of, I don't know if that was a nod at all to, to a hundred percent. The homeland. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's that, go. I'm so was, glad you caught that. <laughs> that was exactly what we were going for. Uh, yeah, that music video was a ton of fun to record. Um, you know, 90% of it was green screen. And then we had a really, really cool place that was hooked up by Orbit Studios in Texas. Uh, the videographer for that was Wade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, man, he he crushed it. So much work on his end to make us look, you know, cool and like superheroes and stuff like that. But uh, essentially, that video was the first time that we were able to kind of like feel like a band again, at least in my eyes. And uh, the way it came out was unreal. I'm really, really yeah, stoked it on really it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And getting to dress uh, Sam up in spandex is always fun. <laughs> and like four muscle suits. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. just stacked on top of each no, other. That's real muscle, man. <laughs> Tell them real muscle. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work out every day. <laughs> Yeah. So where, where do you, where, do, where does one even find, I mean, I, obviously there's, there's all different kinds of like costume stores and stuff like that, but did you have to get it like custom made? Cause I, as I was watching, I'm thinking like, it, it's not every day. Like nobody just opens up their closet and like, yep, there's a superhero costume. I want to wear it going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lucky for us. Uh, Amazon is a uh, lot of Amazon. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We uh, had to piece together a lot of stuff. They didn't iron on for the logo on the chest. And then the rest of it was just a ton of Amazon purchases which uh, we totally didn't return after. Yeah, that would be that would be, <laughs> that would be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I love how on the Instagram too, you guys put some like cool behind the scenes stuff. Like you showed how the one part of the music video where you're falling through the sky after the the plane scene, you're like flying through birds and you kind of free fall a little bit. And it, it showed basically it was like a leaf blower and a green screen and a stool. <laughs> yep. yeah. 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 yeah, that's it. No, that was dope. It, it was cool. So did you guys hatch that with, with, the, the people you're working with to make the music video too, or like conceptually, did you kind of come up with it beforehand or how, how did that, that flesh um, out? I guess it was kind of like uh, both of us sort of. So we had an idea, I guess Sam had a little bit of an idea. And then our videographer at the time, uh, Wade Concian, nod, love the dude. You're awesome. Uh, he has really been getting into CGI stuff and like just crushing it. So he had an idea to kind of do like, this cool like stuff that we couldn't normally do and we kind of went with the boys because it felt at the time that was like really like what we were watching <laughs> you and, guys like, were literally showing on. me the boys for the yeah, first time yeah so me <laughs> me and andy had just watched like the most recent season so we were like that was the vibes so yeah that's kind of how it happened and then we just made it work it's a great show man i i binged i binged that i i really love that show but yeah the, i the laser eyes i was like that's got to be homelander dude i gotta ask these dudes <laughs> if they're fans of the boys um and, and and as far as this band like reading reading up a little bit about you guys uh doing my research beforehand um i do Woo! i throw in i throw in weird voices every now and again dudes that's just kind of how i roll i don't take myself too seriously even though i take doing the the conversation seriously but i know you guys have had success in, in your different bands before this with with make out and amongst thieves um but when I was reading up about you guys getting ready for this, it, it sounds like the band was really birthed out of just wanting to make music without any outside influences and, and creating 
the like the art that you want to make and not have to worry about being put into a box or have somebody try to try, try to shape and mold it is that is that a fair assessment as far as how on high came about yeah that's 100% what the whole vibe is uh, essentially it's it's taking that whole prospect of the art back to us because before we were just kind of like we were taking a lot of hits in the sense where like creatively I felt like I wasn't being a hundred percent authentic in makeout. I loved the music and I thought it was amazing. And I still listen to the, a lot of the songs from that record, but at the same time, it didn't really feel like it was entirely mine. And that was an issue that I was dealing with even like four to five years before that record was created. I hadn't really nurtured any of my own creations in a long time joining that project. Cause at the time when I joined it, it was an entirely different band and it kept evolving into a lot of different things. And it, it just became something that I really was rootly detached from. And for me, that just never was what I wanted from music. And it, it took a lot of departure and just getting back into it um, on my own terms to really see what it was that I wanted. And I think that this project is only going to go in that direction further. Yeah, and from and from what we were talking about, even at the jump before we hit record, I mean, with the theme of the show being being perseverance and, and moving forward. So, so Sam, you took a you took a break for, from music for a little bit. A couple of you guys took a break from from even making music for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, even on my own, I was barely playing guitar or singing for a good three years, probably. Oh, wow. um, I it yeah, it just completely made me miserable. I was at a point where I had no attachment to it on like a spiritual level. And it was weird because before that I was pretty much, that was the only thing I did at all. I didn't really have time for even really hanging out with friends and stuff like that. It was just band stuff. And then, yeah. <laughs> and at some point, like it just became kind of like a, a torturous thing. It's really, really weird, but taking the break from it helped me look at it from a totally new perspective. And then getting back into it was uh was definitely the move because as i've nurtured that again i've just felt better and better and more like myself yeah it's it's crazy sometimes how the things that you love can sometimes become the things that you hate but then when you take a break from it or you 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 get some time and distance from it it's it's just amazing how those things kind of kind of refresh your perspective you know what i mean whatever it is in life if you do something often enough, um, whether they're good habits or bad habits, you'll get good at it. But, um, uh, there's a reason they call it the music business too, man. And, and I've, I've been fortunate, to, uh, I'm not going to name drop, but I've, I've been fortunate to talk to artists, um, who are local and, and play local shows or regional shows. And I've, I've had the fortune of being able to talk to, to artists who sell, you know, millions of, of albums and, the stuff that the local bands deal with it, it's 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 crazy how there's so many similar you know similar things that that national or international touring bands deal with with just the relationships of the band making the music putting out the music that you like the difficulties that you run into trying to do that you know what the fans want like it it's it truly is a business at the end of the day and um so i'm i'm glad to hear that at least taking a break from it gave you kind of a a refreshed perspective to want to be able to do it again. You know, that's cool that uh, you didn't lose your love for it with the, the talent that you do have. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's interesting how things can kind of evolve in that way. Right. When, especially when you're working on things so hard, I think the biggest thing was just losing the point 
right? Like it, even though people say it's the music business, I don't think necessarily that it has to be so much of a business. Um, you know, right. it's a very, very old mantra to be saying like, it doesn't feel like work if you're doing what you love. But I think that there's a lot of intricacies in the way that things work in the music industry. And I think that my approach was just not right. Right. It was a very immature way of looking at things and just letting the ball slide wherever it did was never a good idea. I mean, it brought me a lot of successes in a lot of ways, but I think it was a hindrance in the overall uh, capabilities that I would have had to do it long-term. So yeah, man, now, I... yeah, the oh, idea is just, <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, it's just doing it. Uh, yeah. Again, on our terms, that feels a lot better. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when I was doing some deep, deep dives on y'all man like uh, it seems like you guys have, have been doing music for a while like sam i found a i found a video on youtube back from like 2010 i think you're doing a train cover i was like what like this dude's been doing this for a long time man like um so just to just to go back before we we get back into on high like has music been something that's been been part of all three of your lives for for as long as you can remember? Like, what was what was that first thing that grabbed you about music where you realized, like, oh wow, like what is this? I always love asking people that because I I know what what mine is and what what grabbed me w- with music, and it's 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 always cool to kind of you know talk to artists and see like what that moment was for them. Yeah, um, at least for me, I've been doing this since high school. This is. I've been doing it for fucking 10 years (laughs) forever. Um, And there's always something that grips me back in. Uh, Same with Sam. Uh, I took a break for quite some time. And honestly, I didn't think that I would ever want to do this again. I've been fortunate enough to be fairly successful and do a lot of things and multiple genres and whatnot. So at least for me, I almost felt like, well, you know, I had a good run. That was it. And, uh, when Sam reached out to me and we started talking again, it kind of like revitalized that in me, I guess. And I didn't think I had that possible, but music has that ability <laughs> to do that to you. So um, at least for me, like, I don't, it's a lifelong thing. I don't know. What about, <laughs> what about y'all? Well, I always had music like ever since I was a kid, like yeah. really my whole family played it. So um, I, I never really had a break from it. And that might've been part of the reason why I got kind of sick of it at some point. Cause since the day I was like probably five, I was singing in my parents' band. Like my dad was a guitar player and a singer. My mom was a singer and like, they would just have me go sing with them. And like, I learned piano really early on, learned guitar really early on. And so, yeah, I mean, I've never, never had a chance to get away from it. <laughs> it's always going to be a part of who I am innately. Um, I don't know what exactly your situation was with music. Yeah, I've been in bands for like 10, 15 years and I had a good time. But then I reached out to Sam and I thought, um, I really think that guy should be still making music. And if he does, I want to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, so that that's a that's a good segue, um, Andy, is how, how did you guys end up eventually all linking up from just from being in, in different parts of the from of the world you know like because because you made what a few different music videos down in texas right and 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 alive is the first one of those so how did this how did this eventually come to that point where it's like all right we want to make music again let's get andy let's get alex sam let's all get together what what was sort of the the impetus for that um that was a slow burning thing for sure but 
like like me and Alex, we known each other from our last band, right? Yeah. And then Andy had kind of just joined on because. Uh, me and him were linked up on Instagram, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. And like, we were just chat, uh, just chatting a whole bunch about random stuff. And eventually we started doing, uh, we had an idea to do like a cover song together, which oddly enough, we never even put out <laughs> <laughs> um, because it kind of just evolved into like, Oh, well, like I really like these drum parts that you're doing for this. And, and just started talking about creative ideas and, and where we would see ourselves. And it just kind of like spiraled into bringing Alex into the conversation and just, starting a whole new project with a lot of the stuff that I had been working on recently. And uh, yeah, that's, I mean, it was a very, very uh, sporadic thing that just kind of clicked and happened all at once. Um, And it was just because the vibes were right. You know, the three of us were having a good time talking together and just planning the whole thing out was fun. And that was something that just kind of made it seem effortless, you know? Yeah, kind of like what you were talking about earlier, where, you know, even though it's the music business, it doesn't have to be like that, you know, Um, and I think, I think that's the crazy thing about about music, too, man, is like, I I always feel like as a as a listener, um, that things hit people differently in a different way, right? Like, like the music that you guys make, you know, definitely in in like the, the pop punk realm, pop punk fans are like, so, so diehard. Um, and I'm, I'm a big metal fan too. And the same thing with metal metal fans are real diehard. Um, and, and I think, I think over time, it's just, I, again, just, just from talking to different artists over the years, there, there seems to be that, that struggle at some point where it's like you come out the gate with like that first album or those first singles. And it's, it's just, it's, you've been waiting to get it off your chest for so long. And then at some point where that success starts to kind of meet the art, it's like, okay, now we got to kind of feed the machine. You know what I mean? And it's, and I think, I think a lot of bands, a a lot of people struggle with that at, at some point in time, you know, where it's like, okay, now, now the art has become a commodity and it's it's a business. How do we how do we navigate that? But I feel like the bands that stand the test of time, especially especially in pop punk band, you look at a band like Blink, I feel like they've always done what they've wanted to do. And obviously they've they've had struggles along the way and they've had their ups and their down. But now if you look at them, I mean, this is probably the the biggest they've ever been. I mean, I'm 35 and um I remember the the MTV days with TRL and coming home and watching that with my sister when Carson Daly and TRL and watching the music videos. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like anytime corn would bump off like the Backstreet Boys, I was like, yes, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but just to, just to tie it back into, into on high and my rant here, like, again, I think it's cool that you guys got to a point where, you know, now there's this rejuvenation and you can, you can make the music that you, that you want to make, because I feel like, I feel like the bands that stand the test of time, always kind of find a way to to navigate that you know and and at the end of the day i think the listeners even if you take a left turn or you make something that's a little bit different than what they're used to or if they're like man i really love the first record or the first single and you switch it up a little bit like the people who really love you are always going to are always going to be there and i think at the end of the day it's just about authenticity if you're making the music that you want to make i think it's going to register with people at some at some level you know yeah, and I personally, I think that when you're making something authentic, like you said anyway, if the whole thing is authentic, realistically, the sound should never really drastically change in such a way that it wouldn't feel like the same artist. 
right? I mean, like you can make huge leaps on personal levels to change your art, but at the end of the day, it's still, there's so much complexity in what an artist does that I think anybody who really is listening would notice that it's the same person. You know what I mean? Like For sure. it, it, it wouldn't be a situation where, uh, you know, you like suddenly have a whole new team, a whole new producer and stuff like that, especially nowadays where we have such access to good audio tools. This isn't the eighties anymore. You don't need to pe- spend like $400,000 to get a decent sound, which is right. really cool. I think we're blessed to be in this time where you, we can really have a lot more control ourselves in music than ever before. And, uh, you know, we're definitely taking advantage of that as much as we can. So was this, was on high, was this all hatched when you guys were uh, getting together, like right, right towards, um, well, I I mean, I guess the pandemic recently within the last couple of years, it's kind of fizzled a little bit, but was this all kind of around like 2020, 2021, like when you guys started talking? Yeah, probably maybe 2020, was it 2022, 2021? 2021, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just over a year, like in terms of talking to each other, but it's only started coming out in the last six months. Cause, cause, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Malibu the first single just this this past August, twenty uh, two? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, it, it, um, no, I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I did want to say though, uh, dude, the deep dive, all of the stuff that you know, crazy. I don't know how you know that that we did multiple videos and shit, but yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh no, man, it's all it's all good. Yeah, I try. I like I said, man, I I I'm kind of a goofball, but um. I don't like to waste people's time, man. You know what I mean? And I love music and that's why I do this. And I love talking with people. And um, so I just, I think it's respectful if you come, come into an interview or conversation and you, and you know about the artist. So you don't ask them like the cookie cutter kind of stuff, man. You know, I mean, nothing against like the Q and a type stuff that's out there because I, I love reading that stuff too. Like, Oh, what is this band's like favorite fast food and all that stuff? Like that's fun stuff, but I, I like to get in like the nitty gritty, man. So I feel like if I, if I'm coming prepared, man, like I, you know, and somebody takes the time to, to talk to me, especially on a Friday night, I don't want to waste people's time, man. And I, and I genuinely respect the t- talent that the three of you gentlemen have in the music that you're making. So I appreciate the, uh, the compliment, but, uh, it's all part of just doing the show, man. I love doing this stuff. Um, but I feel like, like I said, I wasn't going to rant too much and I feel like I've been ranting too much this entire time, <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I really loved Malibu because I feel like that that had like a really a fun vibe. And, and I, I love what you guys have done with the single so far because I I really feel like you've showed off your range. Claws was like the Halloween kind of catchy. Like I really love the bass line in that one, by the way, Alex. Like there's some gnarly bass going on in there. Um, yours is kind of like that slower ballad, uh, which is cool. And then and then Alive um, is is got a really awesome chorus and it is, it is a great, great song, but I, I feel like that one's definitely got an introspective vibe, especially reading up about the the meaning behind that song about how you, you know, have a lost love and you're kind of, you know, figuring out how to navigate those waters, which I feel like a lot of people, including myself can relate to. So I, I feel like out the gate, just over the last few months, you guys have really showed off your range with what you can do within the music that you're making. You know, it's, it's, it's really cool to see so far. Uh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, getting our own unique sound, um, and just like this whole new project, I felt like it was really important for us to definitely showcase a lot of different sides. Um, we don't have any reason to be a one trick pony. Right. And like, 
I like pop punk and I feel like there's a lot of things that pop punk can mean, right? There's a lot of different angles you could take on that. And I'm excited to explore in even further depth exactly what that is, right? Like we have a track coming out soon and uh, it, honestly, it's complete left field compared to all the other tracks that we've released. So I'm glad that already you feel like we have a diverse library on our little Spotify. It's very meek. It's very small right now. But as we build it up, I hope that that feeling only increases and that it only showcases more of our diversity, because I think that that's really important in music, especially today where everything seems to be kind of homogenized. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like, um, I feel like pop punk is in a really cool place right now because there seems to be like, even, even with like, again, just being a heavy, heavy music fan as well. Um, there, there seems to be a huge, like, I don't know if it's just nostalgia wave, but, but again, Blink is, is as big as they've ever been as guys who have, who have all been making music in this world for a while. I mean, do you feel like this is as popular as pop punk has ever been? Or am I just, was, was I just an out of touch dude in his mid thirties for a while? Cause it seems like it's at a really cool place right now in, in terms of, you know, new artists and, and bands that have been doing it for a long time. Uh, I think it's better than it's been. I don't think it's as big as it's ever been, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely, it, it's having a resurgence, which is awesome. Like music is a cyclical, it's a circle. Like all things come around, it'll be popular again. I think when we're a little bit older, maybe in like 20 years, <laughs> it'll be like huge, huge. But right now we're on the resurgence, which is cool to see. And it's cool to be a part of that because I know that there's like some influential in that, that like, I don't know, a lot of the bands that I listen to, like that made me enjoy music and make me like, like music the way I like, I know that they were influenced by other bands. You know what I mean? So it's cool to be a part of that cycle. So hopefully that'll happen, but that's, uh, I still think we're a little early. <laughs> on it. What do you think has led to the resurgence? Like what, what do you think contributed to that? That's pretty unpredictable, right? Like, I mean, like a lot of artists are on the forefront of just making the stuff they like, but you really can't tell what's going to start catching fire, right? Yeah. Like in music, like the kids out there are just going to vibe with what they like and you can't really force feed people random stuff and just be like, well, they're going to like this because we gave it to them, uh, especially with the internet, right? Like kids can find literally anything. They can find any music they want at any time. And like the algorithm for whatever socials they're viewing, like TikTok namely would would create fame on different tracks. But to say exactly like why it would be pop punk or why it would be whatever. I mean, it's totally unpredictable and it's kind of wild how it works like that. But at the same time, like it, it does. I'm sure that there's some crazy patterns. Right. But it's really hard to pinpoint like, oh, like this person did it like this person's the reason that pop punk's popular again i think that there's just a lot of people that have always kind of liked it and at times maybe it's the nostalgia factor like you said but uh yeah i mean it's so hard to tell it's so hard to tell i think it has a lot to do with the nostalgia factor i think a lot of the people who enjoyed it growing up are now of an age that we can do more things for bands and we're older and we're also having kids i think which is also pushing kids to listening to more of that music because right. their parents are playing it. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's a little bit of that, but I still think we're a little bit far away from it being like the huge, mainstream. huge stream. Like, I don't yeah. think it's going to beat hip hop in the next, you know, 
10, 15 years, but we're getting there. I think a lot of people are kind of fusing the two. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting to the point where it's, it's just a mix match of everything. So maybe that helps the fact that a lot of it is just kind of like blending, yeah. you know, it's getting, people are taking elements from the most popular genres and they're just fusing it into pop punk. If you see people like black bear on a lot of pop punk tracks, maybe that stuff's helping. Yeah. But who's to say, like, why would he decide to start doing that? You know, who knows? <laughs> Money. <laughs> Money. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like lightning in a bottle, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I just I remember when I was like, I think I was 12 years old when Enema of the State came out. It was like 99, 2000, I want to say. Um, and yeah, Blink Blink was, was huge. I mean, they were they were, you know blank corn like massive yeah yeah like i like new metal and pop punk were were kind of i feel like at their height with corn and limp biscuit and then uh when hybrid theory came out with lincoln park that was like a whole another um but yeah but i think i think it's cool too because uh it, from a pop punk standpoint i feel like you know like you were touching on sam i, I feel like there's a lot of different different avenues within that that people can go and you know whether it's artists like yourself um Another band out of out of Michigan that's making noise right now is 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 unwell. Um, and they kind of came on my radar just because I'm, you know, again, being from Toledo and stuff. Uh, so it's cool, man. I, I think there's a good uh, there's a good mix of like new blood and, and old blood in it right now. And it's um it's always it's always cool to see new artists come onto the team or or guys like yourselves who who have, you know, again had success in 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 your previous bands and and are creating something fresh. Um, so for y'all, man, like how did it end up being, being Texas where this all happened as far as the, the music videos and stuff? Well, that's Alex's hub. That's where Alex is from. So, uh, really it's just kind of like, we have three options to do anything. It's either that we come up here to Massachusetts, go on down to Alex for like, you know, Texas, or we go over to Andy in the UK. Uh, Alex has a ton of people down there that are still kind of like, trying to do it, doing their passions and stuff like that. So it made a lot of sense to hit up his unit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I was just curious about that. Cause, cause like you said, I know Andy being from the UK and you being up in the Northeast, I was like, all right, how did, how, how was it that, uh, that Texas came to be the place they descended on? And again, a, a very rich music history in its own right, man. Um, Austin's a city I, I would love to get to uh, eventually. Um, I it's actually, yeah, I was. Uh, is that is that where y'all are, or is that is that where you're from, Alex? <clears throat> no, I'm in Houston, but Houston. Austin okay, is the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's your daddy. Houston's Houston's cool too, though, right? As far as um, as far as the music, I actually just had a, a heavy band on uh, from down there of the Fallen, um, and they were kind of talking fallen. about okay. the music scene there. Yeah, um, Houston's cool. Uh, most of the scene is like heavy. So my okay. first sign project was out of there was a heavy band called like Monroe. And uh, we have like a ton of heavy bands that come out that just sign and just do their thing. There's a ton of music just out of Texas. But like I said, it's generally like, like we have like what um, fit for a King uh, Memphis Mayfire, like a lot of like wow. heavier stuff is usually what comes out of there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a okay. Houston school, I guess. <laughs> Dallas and Austin are like much better though, and that's usually where we kind of, uh, you know, that's like the bigger music hubs. As far as shows and stuff like that. 
Yeah, I mean, Houston's just like, it's like a, it's almost too industrial and too, like, there's too much going on. Where, like, there's a lot of music, but there's, like, almost too much. And I feel like Dallas and Austin are more centralized. Like, Dallas is where Mike Zemer is with a South by So What, or So so By, So, what is it? So What? So What so Fest. What fest. <laughs> so What Fest. Sorry. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> uh, so What Fest. And that's like a big, like, you know, emo, pop punk, you know, rock, metal festival. And I feel like that has made Dallas like a hub for like that kind of music, like the more and warped Tory kind of stuff. Yeah, less heavy. Yeah. Yeah, the dudes in All of the Fallen kind of said the same thing about Houston, that it's 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 cool, but it's 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 kind of spread out. And on any given night, there could be two or different two or three different shows going on at the same time. So it kind of splits up like what people mm-hmm. go to, you know um but yeah dude i i gosh austin i'd love to get to i'd love to get to dallas i'd love to get to houston too gotta get to texas but um yeah gotta get to texas everything's bigger (laughs) come on i know in like austin city limits i would i would love to check that out man um Mm -hmm. acl school but but for y'all man i mean taking your experiences and putting it into into on high what's it feel like out the gate to again from from alive to yours to Malibu Claws, um, to give people different different avenues of what you can do and as far as what they can expect from you guys moving forward. Because I, I feel like the singles route is kind of what everybody's w- doing now. You give you 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 kind of market that single, get people into it, and then you can kind of give them something else two months later. I mean, um, how, how fun is it to, to be able to do this over the last couple of months out the gate with, with on high? I mean, I think it's really cool to be able to just trickle albums essentially at people, like instead of just like barraging them and then everybody has this like decision paralysis or they just have to start at the beginning, you know, like how daunting to listen to a whole record. Right. So now it's like, we have the ability with the short attention spans to just kind of like give people a douse at a time and really decide what they get to hear next. So in a way it's like, there's no skipping around when somebody releases one track at a time. And it's cool to be able to dispense like, okay, here's this version of on high and here's a new one. You know, like you don't, you don't have this whole thing where like everybody's going to gravitate towards one specific one. And then all the others don't get attention. You really have the opportunity to kind of like fire off as hard as possible on each one. And that way, like each track has a place to stand And I personally think that's really cool. Uh, In the future, we definitely want to like kind of get into the habit of like releasing more and more content, like one every two months, not really ideal for me. And like, we have such a backlog that just needs to kind of like come forward. And I think moving forward, it's going to be the same thing where we're doing a lot of single releases because that's just a cool format, but hopefully like a lot more at once, you know what I mean? Not, not so spread out so that there's just more content for people to have. Because I think that, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people listen to music, but when you don't have a whole lot, you know, it's, it's hard to really invest in a band. And I want people to get lost on our page. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It'll be cool when we have enough music out there to really like have a meal and on high, like entire four course meal would be ideal. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Now the singles that you guys have put out so far, um, did you guys, did you do these all on your own? Did you, did you, you mentioned um, Sam that, that you, you had been working on stuff like when you guys finally put these together, you know, mixed and mastered and put out, did, did you guys do this by yourselves or did you, did you work with somebody to put it together? No. So, uh, so it's really cool. Actually, we, uh, I have the ability to demo everything out entirely. So by the time I make it into 
uh, one of my buddies' studios. He owns a studio. His name's Chris Paquette. Owns No Boundary Studios. Shout out. And uh, so he basically helps me take my demos and just flush them out into a higher quality version. But the cool part is that the process takes like maybe five hours at most. And it's, it's pretty much just note for note. Take this demo, play it again, sing it in the better mic and interface. And then boom, there it is. So essentially it's like, yeah, like for the most part, I do the brunt of the work like in my home studio and I can just bang things out in pretty much like two days if i have an idea give them a little context of who chris is like in correlation to you (laughs) yeah all that so so chris and i used to be in a band way back in the day uh called trophy wives and he recorded my band when i was in high school too so like that whole relationship me and him bounced off of each other in a lot of ways and uh he was he pretty much was there all the way up until the makeout days as well which is where he split off and started doing production on the big boy pants and we tried to do the band thing in the big boy pants and it was kind of fun, but like, yeah. So like having that relationship still kind of like maintained, but in more parallel side, like kind of divided kind of way, it was actually really, really interesting. And it was really nice to be able to have him at the beginning of this project, helping me really flesh these ideas into big productions. And I think that that was like a totally necessary step. And then moving forward, we want to try to like bring it more, isolated into our own team because as cool as it was to like bring more and more heads i feel like it'll just be a lot easier for us to create a lot more content for people and give our listeners a lot more just like music yeah more substance yeah just more music and i think that like it's not so necessary nowadays to really like have a track recreated multiple multiple times with a lot of different visions as much as I appreciate that, I think that really what it's got to come down to is giving people a lot of authenticity. And something that I actually don't like about having to re-record things isn't necessarily that like the product never comes out worse or anything like that. But you do miss the opportunity to just capture exactly what I'm feeling the emotion in yeah. that moment, right? Uh, if I have to go and record something about a song that I wrote six months or a year back, what starts to happen is like, you just get this disconnect. It's diluted. Yeah. It's a diluted emotional response because constantly evolving. Right. And like the stuff that I feel in one moment, it's not necessarily that I don't like the song, but it really is important for me at this stage to just capture the essence of that emotion right when it's hot. Right. And like not play this actor of who I was even two weeks ago. Sometimes that can be kind of like, disconnected right and i think it's super important for the music to just be as tied to the roots as possible and i i just want to capture that yeah i think that's cool and i, and I think you guys have done a great job of that so far and actually chris i, I wrote his name down because that was one of the guys i wanted to ask you about because he actually commented uh when yours came out um and he said this song bleep i don't want to swear on this but uh but uh, yeah, he was basically talking about how how dope yours was, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they if they worked with with Chris on these or if they. But earlier when you said you 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 had a lot of stuff in the bag, I'm like, I wonder if Sam just recorded the the bulk of this already. So uh, it's cool to to hear about his contributions to it, man, and just the relationships and and that was and that was an, another thing in, in reading about you guys too. You know, with um, 
the, some of the people that you've worked with, uh, there's some guy named Travis Barker. I have no idea who that is. So I'll have to, you guys will have to fill me in, but, um, you know, the five seconds of summer guys, uh, I'm, I'm joking by the way, for people listening, I know who Travis Barker is, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Zach Servini, um, John Feldman and Ashton and Callum, um, from five seconds of summer, like obviously Travis, like, um, what, what have you guys learned over the years? I, I guess just, just from, you know, being, being associated and working with, with people like that in terms of what you're doing now with, with on high, like what, what are some of the takeaways that um, go into the music that you're making now, if any? I think that the biggest thing I learned from working with all those people is that like pretty much everybody can have a good idea. Right. And they would talk about this stuff all the time, especially the dudes in five sauce. They, uh, they had presented that neither of them at the start felt like so- songwriters, Callum and Ashton in particular. And as their band cart started to grow, sorry, <laughs> they, uh, they literally just wanted to be a part of that process. Right. And I thought that that was really inspiring that, uh, because especially they helped with ride it out, which was an amazing song. Um, to see these people that at one point wouldn't consider themselves songwriters to just be like one of the best songwriters in the room. Right. And that was something that every one of them kind of brought to the table is this new perspective of like, yeah, like if you really want to be able to do this, it's, it's not like they have anything special. Like nobody in those rooms was just born with some natural gift. They all just worked really hard at it. And they all had a lot of very direct inspirations and when they wanted to achieve something artistically, they just weren't afraid to present those ideas. Right. So like moving forward, it, that kind of gave me the balls to be able to just share my ideas with people. Right. Like it was, it was this understanding of like, okay, like I'm in the same room as these people right now. And my ideas are being respected on kind of the same level, regardless of me being a nobody, at least in my eyes compared to those people. So it was actually a really eye-opening experience to just be like, it doesn't matter who you are. It just matters if you want to make something great. It doesn't even matter if you think you're capable. Like what really matters is just wanting it and just aiming for it. Right. Just like you point the arrow in the air and you shoot towards that goal. And if you miss it, just try again. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. songwriting is definitely a formulatic experience and there's no way to get it wrong. As long as you feel good about it was yeah. what I took away from that experience. I think for me, it was like mostly vibes, I guess, because at that time I was managing Makeout, so I wasn't in the band at that current state. Um, And having conversations with these people and really like understanding where their heads were at was like, like it was interesting to me that Five Sauce would go and do a whole record with John, come back, get it printed and be like, hmm, this doesn't feel right. Let's take this and just do something else. Let's go and lock ourselves in a studio and just write more music. And I feel like that's what I took from that was like, you got to do what feels right. Like don't just because you have something that's great or even like people might tell you is great or whatever. It doesn't necessarily mean it's what you, you want or what's comfortable. Like you should definitely do what feels the best to you, I guess. And that's, that was my take back, I guess, from meeting those people. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I think I found that too. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool to hear about those experiences. I mean, not you know, names aside, it's just you know, I I think it's 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 cool to to hear about how songs come together and how you know, because I I always think about that as like a as just a, again a fan of music as a dude who's who's 
been, you know, talking to different people from, from different genres for a while, like how, how songs come together. And like, I mean, like even for you guys, that's, that's one question before, before we wrap it up. Cause I know I told you, I get you out here at nine 30, um, but I'm having fun talking to you. Thanks again for, for taking the time. Like, yeah, no worries. thanks for having us. This has been really nice, man. Yeah. yeah. I like this. You're welcome. You're welcome. Is there, is there ever been a song that came out really well, but the idea, like you had to get the idea out at maybe like an inopportune time you woke up in the middle of the night and you're like, Oh my God, I have this melody or I have, I have to record this in my phone like right away. Have you ever lost anything in ether? Like I I'm always curious. Cause I, I know for musicians, it's like, you never know when that inspiration is going to hit. Like, I guess, I guess my direct question would be like for, for you guys, like what's has there ever been a moment like that where you had to like wake up in the middle of the night record something in your phone or you had to like step out of class back in the day like oh my god i have to i don't want to lose this i don't want to lose this riff i don't want to lose this 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 melody that i have yeah yeah i mean i always kind of struggle with that uh the the 3am writing is definitely a thing for me uh just like kind of waking up and having that earworm that just won't relent uh, usually at work and stuff too. If I get an earworm, I'm, I'm leaving, you know, I'm going to go record that. I'm going to take my 15, even if I've only been working for half an hour. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to, I'm going to forget that shit or oops, I'm going to forget that. And, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> definitely all the time, all the time struggling with, uh, you know, but, but at the same time, when the idea is really, really good and you're really vibing with it, it almost feels like the earworm becomes impossible to kill. And I could, I could spend four days not recording it and it's still just really strong in my head. So I guess it all depends. Um, when I was younger, I think I had a lot more small ideas that would just come and I'd be slightly excited on it and I'd forget. But lately, really, if, if I'm stoked on an idea, that, that just sticks. It just sticks like glue. And there's no way to get rid of it. I have a very vivid hallucinogen experience on the natural level <laughs> just uh, a natural level i also feel like we're really good about just like instantly if we think of something we're messaging each other in the group chat yeah, or yeah. like yeah i send y'all voice memos yeah. all the time yeah, yeah i've been like dude nine times out of ten andy would be like hey you uh sent me this memo with this melody it was pretty cool and sam's like what are you talking about and then he'll play it and he'll be like oh okay yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> he, i think we we're pretty good about like yeah, getting been, it down. I've been singing this melody for four days, Sam. You need to make it into a right. <laughs> yeah, and it'll just be something stupid. Like I literally hit the record button on Facebook, and I'll just do something random. And every now and then, it's like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Not you know, it's just me hearing random stuff in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That that's cool. That that you're at a level though. You guys are at levels, musicians, where you can actually replicate it though. You know, like I remember when I first started noodling on guitar, you hear something in your head and you're like, I'm like, there's no way I can play that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's cool to have the ability level to be like, okay, I can, I can actually flesh this out and, you know, put it together with other dope musicians. Um, a couple more things before I let y'all go. And again, thank you so much for your time. No, thank so, you, dude. Oh, you're welcome. It's been fun talking to you. And again, dude, like I, I these are not empty calories when I say it, I'm, I'm really excited for the future for you dudes. Cause I, I genuinely love what you've put out so far. I, I think it's been really cool. Uh, the way you guys have staggered these singles and given people, it, you know, just a, a good idea of, of what you're capable of and, and the different vibes of each one of the songs, man. But, um, you know, with with the theme of the show being perseverance and moving forward, fellas, like 
anything that that you want to share with with people listening to this, uh, whether they're young, whether they're old, whether they they know you from from your previous works or not, just as far as any advice you could give as in terms of something you went through that uh, and you don't have to get like I mean I'm not asking you to like bury your soul but I just mean as far as things things that helped you through a dark time that you feel like might be somewhat universal to somebody out there who's struggling right now whether they're you know a musician or whether they're they're somebody who's dealing just with depression or anxiety and and you know uh they're they're trying to figure out what what next steps to take like Especially, you know, since since you know you guys have have had that experience of taking a break from something that you love for a little bit. Anything that you feel like might might help somebody out there? Yeah, I think that a lot of a lot of my experience in my depressive states, where I was at my worst, a lot of it came down to not really understanding what I liked. Even right, uh, I reached a point where I became very agreeable with a lot of the people I've always been kind of a people pleaser, right? So that's always been a struggle for me because I, I genuinely want to be liked by almost everybody. Um, and one thing that I had to come to grips with was just that I do have opinions about music and I do have opinions about shows that I like and all the way down to just like certain types of people that I can or can't talk to like on a daily basis because we just aren't agreeing on certain things, right? Like I had to just come to terms with the fact that I have opinions and I had to really like learn what those were to be able to make music and art in general that I liked. Right. And there was a long time where I was frustrated because I felt like I couldn't make stuff that I vibed with. And uh, it, it just created this weird state where I didn't want to make things anymore. And for me, a, a huge comeback was just starting to understand exactly what I liked and starting to realize that there was still music out there that I could mess with. And it wasn't all just gloomy and, and there's bad music everywhere and just weird, weird delusions that I kind of fell into because I wasn't really seeking actively what I enjoyed. Right. And I think that that's something that's really difficult. And it seems like, you know, like, obviously I, I should know the things that I like, like I'm 28 years old. Right. But sometimes you have to relearn that. And it isn't, embarrassing to take those steps again as if you're like a 10 year old trying to figure out what flavor lollipop you like you know like sometimes you really have to break it down to the basics and just strip yourself down as a human and like I think that all the more complex issues in your life start to become a lot simpler as you handle that foundation I think finding out who you are truly on a level on your own for me is really big Heck. <laughs> I think for me, it's just like, hey, everyone should do whatever they want. A hundred percent. Go for it. <laughs> get your dreams. Do everything. Uh, if you ask my 10 year old self, 15 year old self, whatever age, if I would have done the things that I did, there is no way I would have ever believed myself. So I think not enough people go for what they want in life. And I know it's effort, but like the effort's worth it. Always nine times out of 10, you're going to get it. If you just do it <laughs> like, right. And how would really you know? Hard. How would you know if you don't, if you yeah. don't go for it? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Holding yourself back sucks. And I think I've been uh, like, Sam tells me this all the time. I think I've always have been one to hold myself back personally um, because I feel like what I do isn't up to a weird standard that I put in my own self people should just not have that and fuck it. Like you should just go for it. Like someone will always enjoy what you do to some degree. And I think people don't 
think about that enough. Like I'll hear music that could not be for me at all, but there's someone next to me who loves it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I think it's really one of those things where just like, be you, be genuine, be you, like your unique self. And I think that's all you really have to do. People will vibe. Andy? That's awesome. I love that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play better than you two. <laughs> okay, cool. No, then you want to share Andy? Um, I don't know. Just the opportunity to work with both these guys has been awesome to me. And I don't want to get imposter syndrome, so I'm just going to try and keep up with both of them. <laughs> Dude, fake it till you make it. Yeah, it Feel it. Yeah, right Who on. cares? <laughs> Hey, you're a sick drummer, dude. I don't know what it means coming from some some dude you just you just met digitally talking tonight, but keep doing your thing, Andy, for real, man. I, I love your work on on the stuff that I'm hearing on this stuff. So for what it's worth, my friend. Awesome. Thank you, dude. You're welcome. And uh, I'll just put a, a a button on this by just one last thing. Again, thank you, you guys. I, I really appreciate the time. Um, by the time people hear this, it's actually going to be you know, right at the beginning of summer, because this this will be the the first episode at the the beginning of June. But um, as far as what you can you can let out of the bag, and obviously I'm not trying to spoil anything here, but uh, or be or, or you know let let the cat out the bag, so to speak. But as far as what 2023 is looking like for you guys with with on high, uh, what can you tell people out there listening about about what you've got coming up for for 2023? Cool. Well, uh, if you said June, then we can say, listen to our new song, Misuse. It's out now because <laughs> that's going to be out. Um, there might be another song out by that point. There um, should be. Yeah, we should have at least two songs. Out yeah. Um, the video for Malibu will probably be out. The video for Misuse will probably be out. Um, we might even have the record or the EP announced and out at that point. So if it is rock and roll we don't know what it's called but definitely buy it, check it out um other stuff that we got planned i mean honestly for us like we're just trying to hammer it this year we kind of took some time off and just had a lot of backlog so we have so many songs so like honestly like months and months and months and months worth of songs so our plan is just to get everything out and really just push forward um we really don't want to do anything that like puts us in a position that we, I guess, don't want to be in. At least for me and Sam, like we've done this enough that like we've been with labels we didn't want to be with. We've been on tours we didn't want to do. We've done so many things that just have felt like, hey, do this because this is what you're supposed to do and not what we want to do. Like moving forward, like that's it. Like if we're going on tour, it's going to be with a band that we love. If we're, you know, playing shows, if the music that's coming out, the videos, everything that we're going to do is going to be because it's because we love it and we hope that you love it. And we know you're going to love it because we love it, you know? So <laughs> that's pretty much the move. Hopefully we'll have, you know, one or two festivals and stuff. Um, but other than that, like we honestly probably won't be touring too much. Like I said, unless there's something that comes that we just love, you know, we're not going to take anything. That's not something that like actually pulls on our heart. So yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, I think I think that's a I think that's a great way to be, man. And like you said, you guys have the experiences now uh, over the years to know what you like, what you don't like, and be in a place where you can make the music you love to make and, and go about it at your own pace, man. So I really, I really respect that. Um, well, dudes, Sam, 
Andy, Alex, thank you so much, you guys, for for taking more than an hour of your time, especially going a little over. I know I let you. I told you I'd let you go at nine thirty. I hope I didn't. <laughs> thank thank you, Alex, for having us. Um, for people who aren't aware, um, I will obviously put up the links in in the podcast description for them to check you out. But for for people who are new to you, let them know where they can find you, fellas. You can find us on onhighband.com. We also have an On High Band Instagram, and on Facebook, you can look up On High. <laughs> <laughs> on High on everything, baby. That's us. Yeah, and the, and the merch is sick too, by the way, for everybody listening, man. If you like, if you like band tees and hoodies and all that, I know you guys. I, I've seen some of the some of the stuff that uh, that you've got on your page. So, well, fellas, thanks again, man. Again, I hope I didn't rant too much on this one. I was no, excited. Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, it was thanks awesome. for this. You're welcome. You're welcome. Definitely stay in touch, you guys. And I hope you have a great weekend and keep doing your thing, man, for real. I, I really I really like the the direction you guys are headed in. And um, I thought the music video for Alive turned out great, too. It was, it was fun. But uh, yeah, keep doing your thing, fellas. I really appreciate it. Awesome, man. You as well. I really appreciate it, dude. We'll talk to you. We'll hit you up the next time we release something. We can do another one of these. This will yeah, be awesome. Sure. Yeah. You're welcome back anytime, man. Thank you so much. All right. Later. See you. Bye. Bye. Righty dighty, there you have it. That was my conversation with Sam, Andy, and Alex of the band On High. Make sure you go follow these guys on Instagram at On High Band. Their website is onhighband.com. The links to all of their stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. So just scroll down to the bottom of that podcast description, hit those links, and go follow and support the dudes in On High. You will not be disappointed, especially if you are a fan of pop punk and alternative. I just want to say to Sam, Andy, and Alex, thanks again so much, dudes, for taking the time to come by the podcast and share your story with me and the listeners. I'm really excited for what you're doing, and I can tell from the content that you guys are putting out that you're really excited for what you're doing, and you should be, from the music videos to the singles. I, I really think that what you guys are doing is is awesome. You're onto something, and I'm just so happy to hear that you guys are making the music that you truly love to make. You're having fun making the music videos, and it was just so cool to get you guys on here and, and have you give me your time and talk to me about your experience in the music industry and just how jazzed you are about what you're doing right now with On High, man. It's really translating when you listen to the music, and it's definitely translating in the visuals with the music videos. So once again, everybody, please go follow these guys at On High Band. Misuse is out now. And again, Malibu, Alive, Yours, Claws, I dig all of them, and I'm just I'm just pumped for these dudes, man. I, I, can't, I can't thank them enough. And, and uh, once again, like I said at the jump, you guys... I'm telling you, pay attention to On High, man, because you're going to hear a lot more from them in the coming months, in the coming years. They're just getting started, and it's just, it's it's really cool for me when I co- you know collaborate with like-minded creators, just in terms of putting out art that they're proud of and putting out content that they're proud of. You know, there's there's so much out there, and I think one thing that's really cool, whether you're a content creator like me who's in podcasting, or whether you're a musician, you know, whether you're brand new to the game. Or like Sam, Andy, and Alex, you know they've they've been in the game for a while, and and even though On High is their new band, they've they've you know cut their teeth and and really gotten a lot of experience in the music industry to this point. I think one thing that's cool about nowadays is there's not a, a barrier to entry like there was before, you know, where you really had to to hit the ground running, literally and figuratively, you know, making flyers and 
you know, passing out CDs or tapes like people did back in the day. And by the way, I think those are all still beneficial things now, but I do think what's cool now about modern technology is that you can make music, you can make really awesome sounding music remotely uh, from from your living room. I, I do my podcast <laughs> in my dining room and and you can share it with the world and I think that's really cool. But part of that too is that there's a lot more out there, right? And it can seem a little overwhelming. But what I'm getting at is if you make what you love to make and you're proud of it and you know, you're not cocky, you're not arrogant, but you take pride in what you do and you don't take yourself too seriously, I really think you can make an impact, man. And um and that's what I try to do with this show. So when I connect with 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 good dudes like Sam and Andy and Alex, like it's just really cool to hear that uh, they're making stuff that they're proud of, that they didn't quit on what they're doing. Uh, they they're rejuvenated and refreshed, and 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 now they're, you know, truly making you know the art that they really want to make. And and um, I I think when when you're proud of what you do, when you work hard at it, you put a hundred percent effort into it. It will connect with somebody somewhere, and it will connect with somebody's somewheres. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, it's just uh, it's it's always cool when I when I am able to get in touch with people who are excited about what they're doing and uh, you know seem like really down to earth good dudes. So, you know, you guys are welcome back on the show anytime, man. And uh, I'm really excited for you. I want to give a shout out once again to Johnny Zirkel, who's uh, you know been a big supporter of this show and sending me you know, great artists like On High. So Johnny, thanks again so much, man, for your continued love and support of the show. I really appreciate what you do as well. And uh, yeah, man, I, I appreciate everybody who's listening. I repeat myself a lot, but uh, I, I'm just, uh, I'm really humbled, you know, by by the love and support the show is getting. And uh, even though I'm still on the smaller side right now, to see the, the incremental growth of the podcast over the past few years has been really cool, man. So uh, once again, thank you to everybody who takes the time to like and subscribe, who tells a friend about the show, who leaves a, a rating and a review on either Spotify or Apple. Like, it's uh, it's it's really cool, and and all those little things you guys, um, you know, interacting with my Instagram, you know, when I post about the shows or my Instagram stories, all those things go a long way in in helping the show get out to more people. And ultimately, that's what I want, man. I want to put more people on to awesome independent artists, up and coming artists, you know, new bands like On High and, and um, you know, not even the music that I have on the show, but also just uh, people like my friend and former colleague Mick Gonzalez, who I just had on the the previous episode, you know, and, and he's dealing with his own health battles, but he's persevering, he's moving forward. He's been able to connect with a lot of people over the years in Northwest Ohio and beyond with, with broadcasting as a play-by-play announcer and, and sports media personality you know, and, um, and, and I just feel so, so grateful and so blessed to be in this position where I've been able to create a positive platform and put out content that is, uh, is making a bit of a ripple effect, you know? Um, and again, it, what I am is just a, a dude who, who tries to, you know, pride himself on, on just being good to other people and, uh, putting the work in to, to make sure that I give you guys content that, uh, I feel like, you know, hopefully leaves leaves a positive mark. And that might sound cheesy. Maybe that sounds a little ambitious, but uh, I'm tired of beating myself up and being hard on myself and being too self-deprecating. You know, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and, and, you know, look at the, look at the, you know, things you want to improve upon, but also give yourself a little pat on the back every now and again. And I'm, uh, I'm proud of what I'm putting together. And that's not me, you know, 
getting high on my own supply, man, no pun intended. It's just me, um, you know, looking at, uh, what I've been able to build and, and I couldn't do it without all of you. So again, uh, I know I'm repeating myself, but thank you so much. I love you all. And I truly appreciate everybody who checks out the show. So once again, please go follow the dudes in on high at on high band on high band.com. They also have some cool merch that they, that they've developed, man. Like they're really doing a lot of big things, man. And, and I'm, and I'm happy that I can, uh, get a chance to put you guys onto them. And once again, if you want to follow and support me, you can follow me over on Instagram at March 4th pod. My website is March 4th.podbean.com. I also finally have invested in a new computer. So I'm going to start doing uh, video content. So for better or worse, you're going to see my ugly mug out there a little bit more. And, uh, the YouTube channel, if you go to at March 4th pod or search March 4th with Mike Bauman, you'll be able to find it. Uh, everything on there is super old right now from my demo reel way back in the day when I was doing sports broadcasting and, and episodes when the show used to be Bauman's Breakdown back in the day. But in the coming months, uh, you you guys are going to start to see more, more content up there. And even in the coming weeks, um, uh, if I did everything correctly, I tried to link up my, my YouTube with uh, with Podbean, so when new episodes drop, I believe I th- that they'll go up on there, and if not, they will be soon. So just keep an eye out, man. But uh, once again, man, thank you to everybody who listens and to anybody who's struggling right now. I just want to say, keep your head up, you know, keep marching forward, keep persevering, and uh, just get up every day and be grateful, even if you got to say it out loud, man. Say, I'm grateful to wake up another day. I'm grateful to have another opportunity to start fresh. Every single day is a new beginning, you guys, and uh, that's that's how I try to look at things is, uh, you know, just taking it one step at a time. That's really what I think I've learned over the past couple of years, man. My, my personal life has been has been difficult these past couple of years. There's been sort of a clearing out really of, you know, um, you know, just the, the circles that I'm in and, uh, you know, uh, relationships, all that stuff, man, you know, death, like it's, I've experienced all of it in these last couple of years. And I'm not even saying that as a martyr, I'm just being real here. And, you know, what I've found is, you know, the real ones stick around from friends and family. They will always check in on you. Even when you go into hermit mode, like me, they'll be there. And and also having things to look forward to. For me, it's this podcast and building new relationships and new friendships um, you know, keeping, keeping in touch with my, my family who I love very much and, and my, my, my core group of friends, y'all know who you are and I, I love you all, man. And I can't thank you guys enough for continuing to, to stick by me even, even when I go dark, man. Like, so, uh, you know, just find something that makes you happy. Remember how much you're loved and just wake up every day grateful, you know, even when times are tough, like, again, I'm, I'm living proof that things get better and, uh, there's cool things on the horizon. So make sure that, uh, you don't, you don't quit. So on that note, I'm going to say keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of the dudes in On High, here is their single, Alive. Peace. I'm so powerless in the great abyss. Put love. Make it rough. I'm so
Nobody gets me high But on a brighter side Tonight I think that I'm alive